This is Joey Janela. This is Miley. Hello, this is Ricochet. This is the bulldozer Matt Tremont. This is Larry this is Legend, Joey and you are Janella. listening to the General Edition Wrestling Hello, Podcast. This is Ricochet. What's up, everybody? It is Avenging Ben, and welcome to another episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. And as with me, as always, is my partner in crime. I'm hungry as fuck. Home of Mike. <laughs> what you having there tonight? Some Chinese food? I'm waiting for this fucking Chinese food guy to come. Oh my god! No, if you if you if you say that, we're gonna get that prank phone call we got that one time on Running Radio. You remember the one? Yeah, listen, I don't give a fuck anymore. They they promised us ten feet of snow this week. We got what, two? Yeah, that was that was a complete letdown. Seriously, like I was expecting I was ex- I was expecting planet Hoth outside and we got I was um, expecting death. I was expecting death, damn it, and we got no death. No death whatsoever. But, but guess what, people? It's gonna snow again this weekend. Oh Jesus Christ! And I, 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 I got to get out to uh, Pro Wrestling Magic in New Jersey, so I can't have no fucking snow. Oh yeah, you, oh yeah, you're going to Pro Wrestling Magic this time. Yeah, going to first, uh, your, your first time going there, right? Yeah, it's my first time ever at a Pro Wrestling Magic show. I got invited by uh, Smiley and Trixie. They invited me out. Oh, they're gonna get ready to spin the spin your face when you lose the fucking bet we made. When you lose the bet, you mean? When you lose? No, 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 no. When you lose. When you lose. By the way, do you want to reveal like who we have to win? That way people know like, who we have. Uh, we'll do that when, we, when we're focusing more on BCW. But as for right now, we have a very, I believe we have a very special guest with us tonight, don't we? He's different than all the rest. Oh, that is putting it mildly. Ladies and gentlemen, we've talked to a lot of interesting individuals on the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. We've talked with wrestling's richest prize we've talked to we've talked to the blue-eyed devil tj marconi we've talked with the man formerly known as toasty tom we've talked with caveman we've talked with pinky sanchez we've talked with some of the weirdest figures ace fucking andrews ace fucking andrews we talked with so many amazing innovative people but today this man certainly takes unpredictable and extraordinary to a whole another level ladies and gentlemen please welcome our next guest to the general mission wrestling podcast he is extraordinary he is the unpredictable Jay George. God damn it. So how are you doing tonight, sir? We're no strangers to love. You know the, you know the rules. And, and so, so do uh, I. A full commitment's what I'm thinking of. You wouldn't get this from any other guy. Uh, yeah, you guys know the rest. Of, yeah, we know. of course, that song ever since 2006 has been too tattooed to everybody's brain. Hell yeah, that's and and it's you know it has a legacy uh, much that goes much further back than 2006. But that's another that's for another podcast. Oh, absolutely. Mm. We can talk about Rick Astley another time. But uh, as for right now, uh, you how's it's good to have you on the show, man. Thanks for being on. Oh, thank you so much for having me on, guys. It means the world. And happy no 316 Day. Happy, happy three, what? Happy 316 what? Day. What? 
What? What? Happy what? 316 day. Uh, what? What? I said happy 316 day. I'm gonna what? get my I'm gonna get my pickup truck. I'm gonna bu- get some Budweisers, or in this case, Steve Weisers. Like a mouse. Broken broken skull IPAs. What? Like a mouse. Oh my like, I've been meaning to try those. Have you had them? <laughs> I have not. I don't know if they're available in my district. Me and my brother like want to go have these on those, like buy a six pack of those and see if they're actually any good because we like we like IPAs, but we'll certainly have to wait on that one. If I do, if we do ever get them, I'll certainly tell everybody on the show if they're worth. Well, ha- have you ever tried? Uh, have you ever broken down and tried uh, good old Jr's barbecue sauce? I can't. I want no, to. I wanted I to. I want to. Though. So, uh, WrestleMania 29, when they were here at MetLife, I got the chance to buy, uh, buy one of his, uh, sauces and, uh, it was pretty good. Like he's not joking around, has a lot of high fructose syrup. I don't like that, but he's not messing around as he's got his recipe down packed. Fantastic. So we, but we're not talking about barbecue sauce, at least not this week. We're talking about you and pro wrestling. So before we get into the viewer questions, which we got a lot of, Whoa. let's talk, let's get into a few basic questions about pro wrestling. I'm sure you've probably told this story to death to a lot of people, but for the sake of us in this show, <laughs> how did what made you want to get into pro wrestling and how did you get your start? Um, I think uh, cosmically it was just something that was always aligned in the stars. Uh, it's you know one of those things as soon as I started watching wrestling as a very young kid, I came across it one day. I was trying to get away from uh, my parents were watching something. I didn't want to watch it, so I snuck off to the other room, came across it instantly. I just understood what wrestling was, and uh, for as long as I've known, uh, I've always wanted to be a wrestler. And a big, per- a big person uh, that I, I, I attribute that to is, is the Big Red Machine, Kane. When I saw him as a kid, he just did it for me. So uh, that's yeah, I, I definitely would say you know just it's something i just always knew and understood and just gravitated towards and it's i've pursued it ever since was it always like you were always a fan but was it always like you're just you just said it was like always your goal but like at what point in your life did you officially say okay this is what i'm going to do as a career this is what i want to make money doing and this what when did you start training to be a wrestler so i'm i'm in fifth grade and at this point like i had kind of issues like getting along with the kids because i had moved from new york to new jersey and it was a little transition and um i started using gimmicks and stuff like or just stuff inspired by wrestling to get myself over in the classroom like you know like i wouldn't i named i had a notebook and i named it jonathan and you know just some something stupid like that i made it a character you know the way the way we had Sako and moppy and you know all that stuff so I, I started realizing that, you know, it just it was something I wanted to do. And then when we were graduating fifth grade, we had to write in our yearbooks, what do you want to be when you grow up? I hadn't the instantly the first thing is, well, I want to be a wrestler. So I'm like 10 years old. My dad sees this when I get home and he's like, no, don't put down wrestling. That's not a career or whatever. And he's like, I was like, all right, but I honestly have no idea what like, what do I put down then? Because I honestly have no idea. Uh, and he goes, he goes, uh, Oh, say you want to be like an economist. So I put that down in front of him to appease him. As soon as I, I got to school and I was about to hand that paper in, I was just like, Nope, there's no way. There's absolutely no way I'm handing this thing in that says I want to be an, uh, an economist. Uh, I, I, I quickly wrote underneath it wrestling. So if you look at that yearbook, it says, uh, I want to be an, econ- <laughs> an economist and a wrestler when I grow up. 
Wow, so like a double, like a double, multi-talented individual. I think I wanted to be JBL was maybe Mike Holland before he was JBL, but um, yeah, no, you I had nothing. That, I just it was always wrestling. Yeah. yeah, so I started. I started training with uh, uh, at this place called. This is like very briefly. Did not last that long. I started training at at a BWO, um, which which was where like I first came across Steve Off. And, uh, you know, I, I trained there for like a, literally a cup of coffee, like two months, a few years later, I meet this kid at a show and we end up becoming friends on Facebook. And he tells me, I see he's training at this place in Staten Island. I, I go check it out in, uh, in Staten Island, which is the worst place in the world. And I absolutely, it was like, I, that, that moment I knew I truly wanted to do this cause I was driving all people. Trust me. I've talked to a lot of people who have nothing good to say about Staten Island. Yeah, no dude. And, and like, Staten Island fucking sucks. Yeah. Complete garbage. And like the school at the, when it was first located, it was a warriors of wrestling school and it was located literally in the middle of a garbage dump. And, uh, I found that, you know, whatever, and but there was a charm to the school, and I and that's where I started training, and I haven't looked back ever since. Well, that's that's awesome. Like, so have you? How like so? Where did so clearly we understand how you got your start? But the unpredictable, eccentric J. George gimmick, as where did we that know come it, from? as we know it right now in 2017, like its current incarnation. Where did that come from? Like, was it all 100% you, or did you cherry pick like? inspiration from other sources uh well like i said like it was something i've always in the back of my mind it was always experimenting with throughout school because that was the one thing i i realized especially by the time i got in high school like i had to be myself i had to be unique and i had to be different and uh to set myself apart because if you didn't wear what everybody else is wearing and you didn't watch what everybody else is watching you were kind of left out on the loop there you know what i mean a feeling i know all too well trust me yeah so i was always it's always about standing out but there's definitely a lot of influences like uh you know i always considered like uh just uh, being an entertainer because i've also do like stand-up comedy and improv and things like that um andy kaufman was like a huge uh inspiration in that you know but a lot of that is just, it was just me. But when I started wrestling, the reason I got the nickname was like a jab at, at WWE Hall of Famer Johnny Rods, because that's where my trainers were, were trained by. And so it was always like, it was just like a, a, a rib. It was a joke. I wanted to be the natural J. George, like Dustin Dust Rhodes. What's up for you, nigga? Uh, well, more like, more like Butch Reed. More like Butch Reed. But, you know... Uh, they gave me that nickname, and I just always lived up to it, you know? I always tried to live up to it. You got to be what you <laughs> say you are. Oh, my God. <laughs> my God. Sorry. He plays that clip occasionally to mess with He loves you. it too fucking much. <laughs> it's, it's an iconic clip. It really – it is astounding. Like, it's it's horribly offensive. Don't misread us. But, yeah, isn't it amazing that for such a weirdly offensive thing that's stuck around for so many years, like, it still gets referenced? I mean, I never even looked at it as like offensive. Like it was just like <laughs> it was like it was like a misunderstanding. Like he didn't mean to say it. Well, yeah, and you know, it's so it's like that was like one of the first like it was kind of like a meme like back before in the early days of the internet. Like that was like a clip you'd go see on E Bombs World. You know, if you guys you would even know what that was. That was like I vaguely I started getting on the internet back in like 
2001, so that's probably past my time. Or is it? I don't know. No, it's just about that time, but you probably would have – it would have taken some time to come across. But, like, I've been, like – uh i've been on the internet since like a very dumb age like my dad always like as soon as he could get me on the computer he did because he he kind of saw the forefront of what was happening with technology and like i think he knew it was important and i always like it comes it's it comes in handy now like for me to be able to understand technology and the internet the way it does because it's it's uh an interesting creature would you say that the internet and social media has played a good role in you in your time as a wrestler it's definitely it's something that you know it, it goes hand in hand with it uh, at this point there's no real other option and especially for what you want to for what you want to do when you want other people to to see you and you know you got to know how to reach those people and that are you know either promoters or fans and things of that nature so like i i always knew it was a tool but like if you go back looking at my inter- like internet history like i was doing like live streams on youtube back when like hurricane katrina happened like around that time frame like before you could do it on facebook like i was always like doing weird stuff that would get people's attention online so yeah it was it's definitely a big tool in 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 what uh my arsenal is here in terms of uh for wrestling so like it's it's definitely enhanced the experience for you oh yeah, yeah completely right now i'm currently uh for this promotion sanctuary i'm currently the live stream champion and I could do a lot of cool things with that, like obviously, like defend my championship on on live streams and uh, things of that nature. And it just makes a part of it. And you know, I did. I would do things where, like, I don't know if you guys have seen any of this stuff, but like, I got. Uh, I, I put up a status one time, like, if I get a certain amount of likes, I'll eat a, a slice of pizza with a fork because people were accusing me of something that that was something I would do out of habit. So, you know, I would do that or I did this thing where I read the entire B movie script, which I could I could do for you guys right now if you'd like. We don't have three hours. All right. The general the general admission wrestling podcast, only every time the B movie script is read, it plays the entirety of WrestleMania three. Ooh. Tell you what, everybody in the comments below, come up with your best because uh, people are watching this live right now. Hello to everybody on the GAWP chat right now. Uh, everybody, come up with the best, the general admission wrestling podcast, but every time, fill in the blank. If you know that meme and you come up with the best one, we'll, we'll read them live on the air at the end. So uh, get to it, chat. Uh, I want to see what you guys got. So you're a big fan of memes, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess. I mean, <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you the meme king? I, I consider myself a bit of a meme master. Why not? Like, what are some of your what are some of your favorite internet memes? Because in the title card we made for you, I, <laughs> if, which I hope you enjoyed that, by the way. Yeah. No, but like, I hope. The, so, what are some of your favorite internet memes? Um. So one, I don't. Did you guys were were you guys? I think you put it on the thing too. The guy, the uh, humongous dude. Yes, humongous. Yes. <laughs> I love that so much. She's like humongous. What? Humongous. What? He's like, no, that's my name, Humongous. And then what was great about that is like some dude made a bunch of uh, Facebook accounts with the Humongous thing and was just sending out like massive like friend requests with that with with that guy's face all over it. It was it was fantastic. It was wonderful. One of my favorite memes is the lizard who's always asking like very thought provoking questions. The lizard? No, like the dinosaur, the rap. No, my mistake. The raptor who's always asking things uh, like, yes. "How come?" Like he's he has his finger up to his lip, like he's pontificating something, and he's saying things like, 
how come Marty McFly's parents don't recognize him when he goes back to the future? <laughs> I forget what the name of that one is, but I, I'm very from that's like from like the uh, attitude era of memes. There's an attitude era for memes. Is there There's a, eras, brother, different eras. Yeah. Is there, is there is there a ruthless aggression era? For there me? was like the actually no. So the attitude era was like. Do you remember like the rage faces? Yes. Yeah, that was like the that was like the the the, the attitude era, and then the ruthless aggression era was the uh, like that one, like the the baby with the, the super satisfied baby and the overly attached girlfriend and all that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, what are some of your favorites? Honestly, I'm just amused by every fucking meme, so I just like all of them. <laughs> what's up with that one? What's up with you know what one that's going around recently that I absolutely love? It's the one where it's showing how Italians do things, like with that. Oh my god, yeah, there's some good ju- ones. That is a really good one. You can't. People Italian is here, so you better tell me what the fuck you're talking about. It's the, like the, the, you know, I'm doing it. I, I wish you could see it, but I'm doing the, uh, the hand gesture. You know what it is. The like the munch, oh, munch. oh, 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 exactly. Yeah. That one. Though. Oh God. We just pissed <laughs> off so much. If there are any Italians watching, no, I'm right. Italian. I was allowed. To okay. Say so it. it's okay. So it's okay. I like the, a lot of the all-star stuff too, I think is fantastic. Um, you know, who's like a big meme now? Uh, Alex Jones. Cause he's oh, God. great. That man is a that man is a meme machine. He is amazing. Did you see the thing where he's challenging Alec Baldwin? Baldwin to go fight? Yes, I saw that. I laughed my I'll do it. ass off. Bare I'll fight him. I'll kick his ass on the side of the street. Your knuckles are going to be bleeding with my teeth. Mar- Your teeth marks are going to be all over my knuckles. Yours are going to be clean. Every time, I look at, every time I look at Alex Jones, I look. He looks like he's literally about. Ah! He looks like he's about to pop. He's a coward. Oh my god. Shut up, you reptile scum! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love I love the, the bits that they do. Like I'm amazed they don't have like somebody regularly parody like, <laughs> like they have someone for Hillary, they have someone for Trump, they have someone for Betsy DeVoe, they have someone for Sean Spicer. They really need to get like an Alex Jones an Alex Jones impersonator like every week because that dude that dude is pure gold. That amazing, and also I was just looking at some of the stuff you picked. Some really great images for my my graphic here. I like the Winona Ryder thing a lot. The many faces of Winona Ryder, which is fantastic. If you look at the live stream right now, there is a meme up there right now. Anti-Christian scum. It is. It is utterly fantastic, and yeah, like you don't people down in the comments. Don't forget to leave. Don't forget to leave your favorite memes down below. We'd love to hear what you have to say. So, oh, real quick to close out on memes. I'm sorry, real quick. I just no, forgot. go as long as you want, dude. Seriously, it, it it has changed so much now for me, especially like because I get into a lot of weird Facebook stuff. Like a lot of memes that I really like enjoy are stuff that's like, it's like you would some people post really stupid statuses and those become memes, and I just you know, it's yeah, it's, no, you it's can't, got that. You can't you can't plan this shit like down to a science. This stuff happens by accident. All right, all right, family roll call. If you're my friend or family, comment down below and then copy and paste this as your status. Like, that's that's hysterical to me when people post that. And it's just, like, the most, like, insanely inappropriate stuff. <laughs> oh all right, all right, all right, fellas, no cheating. Post the eighth picture on your phone, no matter what it is. Yeah, and then it turns out to be, like, something horrible. Yeah, when did that shit start? Because I've been seeing that for, like, the past, like, month. 
it just it just goes around and it goes and it goes in a vicious circle and it'll, it'll never go away. Yeah, that was a new the, one like was like let's play Family Feud. I'm like, what? Oh my! Oh God. yeah, I've seen that one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like that, you copy and paste it and you just basically answer the question yourself. Like some people just come up with like some weird and funny ideas at the same time. Yeah, it's, it comes. It all comes from a place of just insane creativity. Like you got to admire the memeage. People, you got to you got to keep memeing. You, you got to keep memeing for the, the meme community. The Ray- Raymond Raymond Sanchez says the well he's used bad grammar. He said these show is running <laughs> is long running meme. This show is a long running meme. Oh my god. <laughs> Bad grammar. Bad grammar. See, Ray is calling you out. Bad grammar. But yeah, like memes aside, like another question, like I would like to know is like I've seen you live plenty of times. I've seen you do your thing. Like I gotta ask, what? uh, How did uh, how did Friends of Tom start? How did that group get started? Oh God, I've been I've been dying to know ever since I freaking saw it. What was going through your head when you saw it? Because a few people were. Mike, I think we both know what we want to ask him. Who's Tom? Tom. Who is Tom? Tom's the guy that we're friends of. He's a great dude. So oh me and fucking God. <laughs> that just raises more questions. That doesn't answer the question. Hold on, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> okay. Shout out to Stella that's in the chat. Uh, Stella! Yes. <laughs> Good God! Tell us about the friends of Tom. Tell us about so, the friends of Tom. So, me and me and Jeff are are uh, both friends to the show of a podcast called The Best Show, um, and it's a long running comedy podcast. And it's it is what it is. It's the best show, and it's hosted, operated, curated, and ran by a man of the name Tom Sharpling. Um, so that's how that actually came around. It was just like really like an inside thing, but it brought out a lot of fans that night that listened to the podcast. And there's a nice little mix between people that like that podcast and professional wrestling. And that, that's how the friends of Tom came out. I'm sorry if it wasn't like the undertaker and Kane storyline where he was like my brother that murdered my family in the funeral home. But no, thank God. Thank God it wasn't, you know, (laughs) it wasn't listen, it was for one off show. That may never happen again. So you know, it is what it is. That's that's how you, that's what you get sometimes in indie wrestling. Sometimes some shows. Uh, it's a shame because I had a great time at Futures Now Wrestling. That was a great show. Yeah. Hey, listen. By the way, uh, your, the open of the podcast was fantastic. I was wondering if I could do a drop for you for the podcast for the open. Oh, oh, definitely. Oh, sure. Do it. Do it live right now. Go ahead, bro. Go. Do it live. Listen oh. to listen to what your heart says. Like a mouse. <clears throat> Hey, how you doing? This is uh, WWE Hall of Famer, Brett the Hitman Hart, and you're listening to the General Admission Podcast. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Bret Hart? Yes! 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 Bret Hart! Hey guys, how you doing? Who right are now, you? I... Who are you? <laughs> By the way, you forgot the wrestling part. <laughs> Well, um, you know, it's Bret Hart. What do you want? He's a, he's a, a chopper! Oh my god, that, that is that is one of the funniest shit. We are totally using that. That is amazing. <laughs> oh my god. Hopefully our DJ in editing can find it and save it. Oh, trust me, our our dude's a wizard. He can he can do anything. He's an audio he's an audio wizard. 
So tell you what, another another question I did want to know is you've had a lot of interesting rivalries with a lot of people. What would you say? I like to ask uh, back in uh, cannot place the name, but you did have a feud with um, Bonesaw Jesse Brooks. What was that like? What was it like working with Jesse? Bonesaw's ready. <laughs> um, and now hang on, hang on, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa! Nobody does that better than me. Bonesaw's ready. Hold on. First of all, before I address that question, Raymond Sanchez says, oh, God, now Jade George is lying live on the air. Let me tell you something. You're a coward that's disrespectful. Don't you ever, ever speak to me like that. Show me some respect when I come on this podcast that you're listening to. Ray Michelle Hare said FIN was awesome. It was. Mm. That is incredible. No, I just don't like being disrespected. If these guys no. are, you know, on the comments, I don't like that. You know, that's mean. Nobody's here to just nobody uh, who, disrespect uh, who, uh, who is disrespected you. I'll block him right now. No, no, don't block him. He's a good dude, Raymond <laughs> Sanchez. I I can't. Oh, I'll we have no fight. no deal. No, negative. I'll fight, no I'll fight him bare knuckle when I see yes! him PC or something. You'll do yes! a parking lot brawl. Parking lot brawl. Yes. Um, still, uh, still, the thousand views. still the thousand views. Me and Bonesaw, we had a feud that built basically was one of the building blocks of tier one professional wrestling. Um, and it revolutionized and kind of shaped the way uh, intergender matches were seen in New York City. And I'd like to think we made a lot of history with uh, uh, that feud. And uh, yeah, no, it was great. I mean, it was something, it was a learning experience each time. And we've had some really good matches. We had a horrible match one time that no one will probably ever see. It was in Pennsylvania. But, um, you know, we've, I could, I could wrestle her. In my sleep, I'll wrestle her right now for if uh, if there was a show to be booked on. I'll Tell you what, one day, one day we'll try and get both of you on the same show for a for a verbal smackdown. Uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you that right now. If you if you know Jesse like I do, that's a verbal smackdown that she will not win. Oh, Jesse no, Bush. she's just she's just not the auditory type. She goes in and does her thing. She's like Taz, but that's actually a bad comparison because Taz is an excellent talker considering. Oh. Um, but you get you get what I'm saying. Totally, I understand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like that was uh, is there is, is there anybody else who you have had really good in ring chemistry with? Like has brought out the best in the unpredictable one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had a match recently that's up on YouTube. Please go check it out. It's a very fun match. I'm very proud of it. Uh, it's me and Darius Carter. Um, I like I like his style. We both have we're both very like minded. And, uh, you know, I've seen your exchanges on Twitter. I'm very aware of this. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Carter's great. Yeah, yeah. He thinks, see, that's like, I'm the only one that's keeping up with him. Everybody else kind of bowed down to him. Uh, but I, he knows. He knows. The, uh, he knows. He knows the score. Who else do I like being in there with uh, MJF? Me and him have a lot of fun when we get in oh, there. We're, oh, we're big fans of him. Big fans of Maxwell Jacob Feinstein. Not a not a fan of us, but we like him. Yeah. The, uh, the two-year vet. Um, I've had a lot of classics with uh, the legendary Tommy Salami. <laughs> Woo! I, I, I earned every bit of that. But no, those are some wah, guys. Wah. Wah, wah. No, no, no. We love you, Tommy. We love you. You're awesome. The kid, the kid Vinny Pacifico, he's another good one. Mm. But... 
Yeah. Everybody, everybody goes apeshit for Vinny Pacifico. Dude, I don't know what it is about. I mean, he's just got the whole. Isn't he young too? He's the kid. He's uh, he's like 18, 19 years old. Holy shit! Yeah, he's he's a he's a blue chip. He's a keep your eyes on him. He's a he's a blue chipper. He, he's like Rocky Maivia with, with a hey. better haircut. Yeah, that's that's what we tell him to go out there, man. You're you're the Rock in '96, brother. I try to be like Shawn Michaels in '97, like an absolute absolute. Don't business. take a soma. No, I don't. I don't do drugs like that, man. But I try to. I try to be like very miserable and very political, and but but still go out there and perform to the best of my ability. That's awesome, seriously. But like, so those are like the people you love working the most with. Who would you say if you had your most like passionate feud with? Like you wanted, you just wanted to end this person. Oh man, I guess I mean. Uh, you know, because of the nature of how wrestling uh, can be, you don't. Sometimes you don't always get a uh, a good feud in there, or like you know, you don't get enough time to. Because you know, shows come and go. But uh, Jesse Brooks is probably the most heated I think we've had of a I've had of a feud. Because everything else, like I did a thing with Rude Boy Riley, but that was like a two month build up, maybe, which is just only like two shows, two three shows, you know. So. Yeah, man, I, it's actually, I haven't had too many opportunities to really, like, get in a nice long-term feud with someone. I had a feud with uh, Joey Ace at Warriors of Wrestling that was, that got pretty heated towards the end, and it was just time to end it, and uh, that was, that's, so it's probably that and the Jesse Brooks thing. I'd like to, I'd like to build out some more drama with people, though, in the future. I really would. Definitely. Okay, this is just a question that me and Mike both thought of, and we've, we've been thinking about this ever since we saw it at Future Is Now, and I think it's a question on everybody's mind. How is your? How are you still recovering from the Dorito spot at Future Is Now? Oh, <laughs> I completely forgot about it. Oh! It's, been so, it's been so long. Whoa, DJ's killing it right now with these sound drops, by the way. Hold on, this guy, Matthew Koffler, says... Raymond Sanchez is law of daddy. I have no idea what that means. They're, they're just ignore him. Just ignore him. He is actually a funny story. That man, Matthew. No, no, no funny story. <laughs> he's, he's the general admission wrestling podcast heavyweight champion. He won our belt in Royal Rumble predictions. So we're trying to get that back from him. And him and Ray are some sort of a tag team uh, against us. They're sort of, we're like, we're the, um, they're, they're the uh, Kevin Owens and, Chris Jericho of the podcast world, basically. I see. What was the question you asked? I completely forgot. The question I asked was, what was it like with what was it like doing the Dorito spot at Future? Oh, oh man. Oh. Do you, like, do you remember it? Uh, of course, I remember it every day. I wake up with the pain and the scars of the chips. The, the, <laughs> the, spiciness, the spiciness from the cold ranch. No, the worst part about that was me almost not getting paid that night because of that that Rito spot. Really? Are you fucking kidding? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll shoot on it. I don't care. The oh, God, we've shoot, never, shoot, shoot. God, we've we never had a platform. Shoot. We give you the platform. Shoot before. This is the pro. This will tell you what. If you want to go for it, go for it. Now, this, now I'll preface this by saying it wasn't at all on, on Matt, Matt, Matt Ryan. Uh, he took care of me, but the uh, other guy uh, was like, uh, yeah, you got to talk to Matt. And then I was like, hey, he told me to talk to you. He's like, no, you got to talk to him. And I was like, hey, man. 
and he's just like, nope. And then like him and him and Matt had this awkward conversation in front of me while me and me and Jeff stood there like, uh, humming, humming, humming. Are we getting paid or not? And then, uh, yeah, then he he ponied up some cash, but it was like such a chore. And honestly, you know, I don't condone this, but I should have robbed some of his gimmicks that he was selling because like you don't do that to me. Are you kidding me? But whatever, man. You know, it is what it is. I understand this guy was from the the old school, you know. And and listen, you know, maybe I got out of hand with the Dorito spots, but I don't know about you. What you come to do, fella? I don't come to eat Doritos. I come here to win. Surprise, motherfucker. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh my but I gotta say, from us to you, that that was absolutely hilarious. I loved every second of that. <laughs> I gotta say though, just a little outside, little third person perspective on that story. As soon as one of you guys, I forget who I it was either you or Monte took that spot on the Doritos. Yeah. One of you I, I did the from my chair, I did the JR Hell in the Cell spot where I said, Good God Almighty, he is broken in half. The cool ranch is everywhere. They should have gotten you on commentary with that type of uh, insight. They should have. <laughs> That's yeah, like, man. hey, me, me and Mike are available for commentary. Yeah, and, and, we, and we know a good buddy that can do commentary. We do. We do. I don't think uh, BCW has any good commentators. You can go over there. What? No, I'm not taking shots at the company. They're making me their champion. Um, so I'm not. <laughs> what am I to take shots? You're not even in the tournament. You're not even in the tournament. Oh, wait. Oh, crap. Hold on, wait, hold on. Let me check their page. Did they not announce that yet? <laughs> Whatever. Listen, hypothetically, theoretically, rhetorically. You're the champion. No, 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 no. They don't have a champion, but I will be, I I will be, uh, I, 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 I'll say it now. I already spilled the beans. Um, I will be in the BCW Heavyweight Championship Tournament, and uh, a lot of fans could expect me to come out, and let's just say I'm I'm going to have a strong showing. Um, oh, my God. Looking forward to it. We're at all my I hope you weren't at the one that I debuted at, because that was a rough night. Uh, which uh... Not the first one. It was like a very weird night. When sparks uh, fly? I I is that was it when sparks fly? It wasn't like who was the, on, who, who was on the show? Do you remember? Yeah, Crusade for Change. I think was in it. Um, it was probably the last time I think TJ would have been there. Oh, okay. So anybody, this was, anybody so this in the chat like, wants to help. So this was, I think, um, when sparks fly. I think it was. Boy, I was in the match. I was in a match with B-Boy. I, hey, listen, I'm glad you guys can't remember it because that was a rough night. I was in the match <laughs> with, with B-Boy and Deranged and Jimmy Lloyd and uh, and the colossal Mike Law. He's, he's great. Rhea, Rhea says it was the third show. And yeah, was like, it was. That was the first night. Oh, uh, okay. Kevin Michael Murphy says, yo, Jay George is awesome. And I, I appreciate Aww. that. Aww. Uh-huh. So, like, why was that a rough night? Um. So... Not to get all right, so there's a lot of like weird political stuff going. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think I know what you're talking about. Tell you what, here's the thing I would never dream of ever like cutting a story short or like censoring somebody on the show. That's not we don't we ain't about that life, but let's just say to the people listening, there's a certain person in the New York wrestling industry that That we fucking hate that some people are not with. 
we're not gonna we're not gonna drag his name through the mud. Right. Here. We're not right, gonna do right. that. We ain't about that. We're not gonna name names. We're not gonna point fingers. But let's just say that the House of Glory people that were working there that night, like T.J. Marconi, like uh, a few others, were not comfortable working alongside this man. So yeah, a lot of people got pulled from the show, and then me and Riley were like put in there because we were representing. Um, so like it was like this weird merger just happened. And and we were me and Riley were like the two outsiders, but like he got to wrestle Moose that night, who he knows, and and like they've already had a bunch of matches together. That was a good uh, match. Yeah, and then I was in there, and I was just like in a. It was a very weird situation for me, and I could I I I did not perform to the best of my abilities that night that evening, which was unfortunate, you know, because that's I don't I never would want to disappoint the audience or anything, but it was a. Yeah, that was a weird night, man. Yeah, it's one of the weird. It's one of the weirder wrestling events I've ever been to. But again, let's not name names. Let's not point fingers. No, no, not a, no need for that. No need. Are you kidding me? No need for that. Trust me, we've little, had a, little Dick Billy doesn't need any exposure right now. Yeah. <laughs> let's. Oh Jesus. No, moving on. Moving on to a point, moving on to a, pl- to a uh, topic that won't get us uh, won't get us slammed by anybody in public. Let's. Uh, and, and if the person is listening to this. Oh. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, you may have just spelled our inevitable. You may just spelled our inevitable doom right there. Uh, now that we got Jay George's back, he'll 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 protect us. No, nah, you guys will be all right, man. This is America. This is America. America. Freedom uh, of speech. Freedom of speech. But yeah. So moving on to like one before we get in, so we're gonna start with some viewer questions in just a little bit. So everybody, we have viewer questions from uh, the Facebook page on our Twitter, but if anybody wants to leave any additional questions down below, we'll tell you when you can start posting those. But one last like big kind of like question about your career in general. Like, what would you say has been like the your favorite your favorite match? Just like you talked very highly about the most recent one you had, but what would you say is like, is that your favorite match or do you have a different favorite match? Oh man, I had this match in Ohio over at Rockstar Pro with me and Vinny teamed up against this guy Aaron Williams, and uh, and I forgot to I forgot the guy's partner. So he was like it was his last match or something. But that that was like a match where everything kind of just clicked on all c- cylinders, and I I still haven't yet I've yet to seen the footage of that match, and I really would love to because it was a very career defining moment for me. Um, I had a match with Rude Boy Riley about. Almost two years now that uh, when he was a uh, Warriors wrestling heavyweight champion and it was for the title and we had that was a pretty good moment there but it was so long ago that I've you know I've evolved so much since then that I think if we did it now it would be a way better match so but that the match if I had with Vinny's probably goes up there as uh, the, one of the, my favorite matches. That's that's fantastic. So tell you what, now we're going to get into some viewer questions. And fair warning to you, oh, sir. Oh, boy, the questions that we got. And, and fair warning to you, sir, a lot of these are silly. All right. Which you'll love. Which I'm sure. I'm a silly fella. Let's get into Let's get into this. We have a question here. Let me see if I can find it on. Here we go. We have a question here from, um, oh, it's 4Eyes Ed. 4Eyes Ed asks a question. He's from Grimm's Toy Show. 4Eyes Ed asks, who's listening right now, what are your thoughts? Why is B movie the best movie ever made? It's not. It's it's a horrible movie. Oh, what? Like, the, what? Why would um, you ask that then? No, that movie's pretty bad. Like my issues with that movie is like it, the the span of how 
how much everything happens in such a short time is like ridiculous. Like the the trees and all the stuff like uh go, get spoiled because there's no bees and they they all stop and they take away all the honey in the world. Like that's you could not take all the honey in the world. That's impossible. I don't buy it, and they shouldn't be selling it. That is that is hilarious. Oh my it's, god! It's like, so funny how you actually remember what the whole plot of the movie. I know the movie like the back of my hand. All I remember is Jerry Seinfeld was the star of it. And I, I I've that. never and, seen, and, I, and, and I'm not a fan of his. So I've and never. I remember, I remember about that movie is that there's this bit with like B. Larry King, and it's just Larry King. <laughs> <laughs> what a, what a yeah, yeah, that's a thing. That that is in, that was a thing. What were you about to say? And then I think like Sting, uh, the the artist Sting uh, isn't allowed to use his name because they revoke it because they were taking everything that was taken by bees. But yeah, it's not it's not a good movie. It's it's really not. It like it's ten years old. Haven't you noticed that now that all these crappy two thousands kids movies like that Shrek? No, well Shrek was a good movie, but oh, Shrek that, is good. Cat, Cat in the Hat with Mike Myers, which is an objectively crap movie. But yeah. all of these horrible. 2000s films are coming back and becoming memes. Well, it's because that's the it's it's uh that that age group that grew up watching it now like that's what they know they re- they realize it was kind of crap so now this is their like stance on it you know this is their them getting the comeback. Oh my, I believe you, but yeah, here we have and that was our one Twitter question we had. So here is the next. Uh, here is all the Facebook questions we got. Just allow me one sec. While we're still talking about, let me just find these. But while we're still talking about B movie, like, is that? Do you like any DreamWorks movies? Is that? Is that any? Uh, are you a fan of any of the other DreamWorks movies? Or are you just just not a fan in general? Do you know what? What? Uh, I mean, you'd have to tell me because I get so confused between uh, DreamWorks and Pixar and stuff. What are some other DreamWorks films? Kung Fu Panda. Uh, um, let's see. Uh, Shrek. How to... Shrek. Shrek. I like Shrek. Shrek is love. Um... Shrek is life. Shrek is life. Ben, no. <laughs> okay, let's not. Guys, guys, listen. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. Yes, look it up. <laughs> okay, don't don't look it you up. Want, you do you want to scare the kids? Quick uh, shout out to CTB. Oh, my God. But, yeah, that's. Oh, yeah. But next up, we have. But next up, we actually now have the Facebook questions up. So here we have a lot of questions here. And if you're listening at home. You can uh, you can post some more questions in the chat, and we'll try our best to get to those. So here we go. We have this is from Jason Bob eighty seven, who's a very frequent contributor to the show, and he you already kind of answered this question, but just for his sake, who is your favorite tag team partner or tag team stable that you were a part of? Oh yeah, yeah. probably uh, the Kid Vinny Pacifico. We had a lot of fun. Um, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of other tag partners, but I'm like uh, I'm like the lone wolf, Baron Corbin, man. I'm on my own. <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, he also asked, will we see the Cuban rum crisis or Friends of Tom in 2017? Oh, my God. He just named two other tag teams that I forgot I was in. Yes, the Friends of Tom, hopefully one day, and... Uh, the Cuban rum crisis was me and Top Shelf Troy Nelson, but uh, ever since we teamed up one time at Limitless a year ago, he's left me in the dust and he's found another tag team partner. So, boo! You see? Yeah, 
All yeah. right. This, this next question comes from our friend Rhea, who's probably watching right now. What's up, Rhea? Yep, she's in there. And she asks two questions. Who were your favorites? Who was your favorite wrestlers growing up, aside from Kane, which you already answered? So who was your favorite wrestler besides Kane? If, if the, you had to pick a second one. The wonder of the world is gone for sure. Every that was his theme song, Slow Chemical. Uh, every inch oh. should fail. I was trying to figure out what the fuck you were doing. You know why you wouldn't have known? Because that the lyrics didn't kick in until he was like already in the ring, and then it cuts off, and then like RVD comes out. That's one. Oh, I like I liked I liked uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Give me a hell yeah, three sixteen. Throw the Dukes up all day. Um, hell yeah! Hell, hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> Kurt Angle, I guess. I could never ask for forgive me, and you could be my chemical go. I liked all sorts. Of, I never had like a true favorite. I always liked a bunch of people, like Jericho and Stephen Austin, and. Uh, Oh my god, but here's the point. Not, not that song again, not that song again. Do you want to get flagged again? DJ, uh, stop it. We <laughs> All those guys, man. And she also asks... Um, John Cena, I was a big John Cena fan in high school. I used to walk around with the, the chain lock, the padlock. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, I threw up the double clutches. Word oh, life. And uh, Rhea also asks, pancakes or waffles? Pancakes, I guess just because I make them more, but I feel like I should and would appreciate waffles more. They're both equally good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, This is from the chat. Uh, Christian Thomas Bartholomew asks, Jay George, how can I be unpredictable? Uh, Yeah, why the dude? You know, you have to. So step one. Is you have to get a library card. Okay. What? Yes, yes, yes. And that's one. That's one. That's number one. And then, uh, you know, and then the second step, man, is you gotta, just, <laughs> you gotta, <laughs> live, you gotta live the life where you want it. The flip, the flip, like what? And then the third step, you make. That's where you make the profit. So wait, step one, library card. Step, step two, two was... And then step three was profit. Yeah. Makes sense to me. All right, our good friend on the show... <laughs> All right, makes sense to me. Don't, don't got to dissect that one. Uh, next question comes from uh, Destiny, and she asks, why do you... Okay, this needs context, because I'm not sure. Why do you have to bring poor little animals in the ring with you? Uh, does, do, can you elaborate on so um all right so a while back uh, i was uh i was in a match in a tier one wrestling and uh <clears throat> all right so listen here's the thing man like i'm an animal lover man i i own a dog i own two dogs one of which is a rescue and i love them so much they're my little babies and they're such little they're such good boys they're two little shih tzus and i pet them and then anyways Aww. Yeah, so I'm in the match, and uh, a friend of mine was there, and uh, he had a dog, and 
you know, I used him in the match. I did a a, dog, a double dog axe handle off the Tizop. Oh, for the love of God. Oh, for the love of God, that dog has a family. But the dog was fine. The dog was never in any harm. Somebody in the chat said they work with PETA, so you yeah, I know. Listen, stop that shit. Listen, also, also, like the, dog, the dog was like a stunt dog. It belonged to a stuntman. So, like, it's all gravy. Okay. Hey, what <laughs> happened? Exactly. So here, here comes a question from, ooh, another one from 4IZ. He asks, what's one indie company that you would like to work for in the near future? Oh. <clears throat> um, let's see. What do we got out there? Is Ring of Honor an indie company still? Like, you know. Yeah. Shut up, DJ. Wow. Um, like, would you like to work for like a Ring of Honor or a TNA, even like a Hog or something like that? Yeah. Um, so I have, I've, I've had a match at Hog before, and uh, I would love to come back there. Obviously, that's a, I have a lot of friends over there, and they're all great guys, and I'd love to be in that company. Um, someone like, uh, you, before I got asked about like chemistry with, I've only had like one or maybe two matches with Mark Quinn, but I've always had a blast being in there with him. Cause that guy's a lunatic just like myself. And, uh, I'd love, I mean, there's just po- end- endless possibilities there. Yeah. We have a lot of, a lot of people from, uh, from, uh, uh the hog watch our show, like smiley and Trixie watch our show. Uh, yeah, they're good people. I love smiley. I, I've, uh. I've I've been in there with them a few times, but not enough. Fantastic. And uh, we have one more question here from uh, from Jason Bob eighty seven, and he says, "Who does the best tiger roll in the tri state wrestling scene?" Well, I'd, okay, okay. So what is he talking about? I think because uh, on my live stream, he I've uh, I've done like tiger rolls like uh in public situations in like the supermarkets I, I actually you know what I think I actually did watch that. <laughs> I was oh, laughing my ass off. I was laughing my ass off. Why does that sound like a cards against humanity answer? What is Raymond talking about? I don't know what he's talking about there. No Raymond's just spouting crap. Ignore him. <laughs> But what, 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 I'm sorry, that was distracting. What were you talking about? I love. Uh, I also. I also donate to many animal shelters as well. Destiny. Ooh, that's awesome. But um, tiger. We were talking about. Yeah, we talked about tiger roll. So, like, who has the best one? I said I do. I do. There's no question about that. Oh, that's fantastic. I think right. that's. I think that's why the question was asked for me to give that answer. Like, I'm pretty sure. Ben, do we have any more uh, questions? Viewer, viewer, viewer questions. Because th- we also have a question from the DJ we should uh, ask him. But if, do you have any more uh, viewers? Uh, we, have one, uh, we have one from uh, Ray. We have one from Ray Raimundo himself. So here Fuck him. Go. Skip him. All right. Oh, let him be All heard. Right. What is your main goal in this business? Uh, oh, that, oh, shit. That's actually like a legitimate question. At the end of the day, it's to uh, make finally validate this as a legitimate career and get paid to 
do what I love and to travel the world on, on that dime and get paid for it. Like that's, that's really it. And to, you know, it's to do it as big of a scale as possible. And obviously that includes, you know, WWE and, 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 uh, you know, uh, I, I've, I've done excursions to Mexico before and I'm going to continue to look into that in the, in the future. So. All right. We have one that's fantastic answer and I'm looking forward to good, th- great things from you, man. But before we start wrapping things up with you, Oh mm-hmm. uh, wait, hang on. We have one more. We have one more viewer question. It's going the final from, one. This is the this is the final viewer. This one comes from uh, Matthew Koffler, who's the GAWP champion. Unfortunately, he's our champion. But uh, he asked, but he asks, what is, is your, your biggest, biggest fear? What is your biggest fear? My biggest fear, if you have any. <sighs> like man, that's a wow. That's a tough question. I I mean I I, I, I out of all the questions, that's that's the tough one. I ha- I have to say that I've you know uh, in in, in uh, I just feel like uh, this question could perhaps have uh, some uh, philosophical uh, ramifications to it. Um, you know. Oh, that's deep. I, oh, oh, lord. I I, I just feel like I've. Uh, you know, I, I often think not about fear, but but rather I think about uh, success. Uh, very, at seldom is is fear uh, on the back of my mind, if you will. Yes, yes. So, I, I am afraid of heights. Uh, yes, yes, I am a little bit of. But but is that a fear that uh, drives, alters my mood, or changes my lifestyle? I, I don't I, I don't believe so. No. no. Wow, that was a way more in-depth answer oh, than my. he was expecting. So tell you what, we're going to start... It was, it, was, it was like you dived into our souls. Like you're <laughs> diving into my Holy psyche. I'm like, give back my soul. Where did but, it go? But um, before we go on break, our D- we usually do DJ's question of the week. And he asks, can you cut a promo on a slice of cheese as he plays dramatic music in the background? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Okay. Whenever you're ready. All right. You know, for over twenty, the music's like stuttering here. Is that normal? Do you want it? Yeah. No, you don't have to be stuttering, but you you can just go whenever you want. All right, go ahead, play the music. It was just throwing me off that it was stuttering. Go ahead. that they put up in those little wraps, you know, the 64 counts of cheese. And I like my cheese like an American. I like American cheese. I like cheddar cheese. I like Swiss cheese. I like all the cheeses. <laughs> what a way to end. What a, what a, what a way to end. Jake Forge. But oh my god! Go, but before we actually go on, um, take our break. Uh, plug your social media. Where can plug where can people media. find you? Uh, you can find at me at the real Jeff Jarrett on Twitter. Um, Jeff, wait, Jeff, wait, at Jeff Jarrett. Whoops, at J G E O R G E forty nine. That's my Twitter and Instagram. That's J George four eighty nine. That's Instagram, Snapchat. 
I'm on here on Facebook, J. George Estrella, uh, no relation to Macy. And um, hold on a second. Wait. Hey, guys, what's going on? This is the unpredictable J. George, and you're listening to General Admission Wrestling Podcast. That is fantastic. Thank you so much for being on the show, sir. We really appreciate it. Hey, thank you guys so much for having me on. It means the world to me. No problem, man. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been the amazing, the extraordinary, the unpredictable J. George. J. George. So we're Thank gonna we're gonna take a quick break. We're behind the scenes. We're just gonna we're just gonna let Jay George go, and we'll be back to shoot the shit about the wacky world of pro wrestling this week. And thank you and once ben, again, George. What? We have, we have a message from our sponsor. Oh, we do have a message from our sponsor. So we're gonna we're all gonna go to mute, so we can just let those ads play. We're gonna say goodnight to Jay George, and we will be right back after this word from our sponsor with more of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Stay tuned. Interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Giggity, 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 stick around. Yo, my name is Lil McNugget, and yo bitch ass is listening to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Yeah, featuring Whole Milk Mike and Avenging Ben. They sound like Power Rangers, anyway. Find General Admission Wrestling Podcast every Friday on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podtastic, and now available on TuneIn Radio every Friday night. Why go to a McDonald's when you could just listen to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast? Also, buy my mixtape. Little Nugget, Big Nugget on SoundCloud. Anyway, follow the General Admission Wrestling Podcast on social media. The Instagram and Twitter is at the GAWP Show. That's at the GAWP Show. The Facebook page is General Admission Wrestling Podcast. And also, go fund Lorenz Dean for a new boxing ring. This is Little McNugget signing off. Pow Cat. Sunday, Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday, happy days. The weekend comes, my cycle hums. Hey everybody, it's Happy Lorenz Dean here from Pro Wrestling Punchlines, and y'all listening to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Boxing ring. So right, you can't be wrong. Rocking and rolling all week long. now returning to your regularly scheduled podcast already in progress. All right, we are back with more of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Thank you once again to Jay George for being on the show. Yep, and that, was- and also, that was a really good interview, but I just wanted to address this. 4IZ says, someone kidnap me from work, please. Oh, <laughs> oh come save on. Me. He says, save me. Oh, don't worry, dude. It's only a few hours more. We dude, believe in you. You can do it. T- 
technically we can save you, but we could save you like with fun. With this show. With our docet tones and our and our French wit. That's what we can save you with. Oh boy, my my our buddy. CM Punk kid's in the chat. Oh my god, CM Punk kid, he is in the chat! That is amazing. So yeah. It was a great interview. So for the rest of the show, we're pretty much just going to shoot the shit. And okay, just... yeah. Let's shoot the shit. Let's talk about Raw. Fuck you, Mr. Tyrdick, Billy. Who? What? Fuck, fuck you, Mr. Tyrdick, Billy. Go, go away. Get out of here. All right, let's talk about Raw. Um, Raw, for me, this week did not get really good until the last... Hour. Hour. No, not even that. The last 20 no, minutes. No, 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 no. The last... 15 minutes after the third hour is over. Yeah. No, not even... It wasn't even good within the three hours. It was good within the 15 minutes after the show goes off. It's supposed to be off the air. It's it's fucking horseshit. Why do I have to wait three goddamn hours for a good segment? Your guess is as good as mine. If, if, if you don't know what we're talking about and you completely don't watch Raw anymore, first off, thumbs up to you. <laughs> but what happened was, at the beginning of the show, Stephanie was talking to McFoley. Hey, what and, happened? Basically, a verbal beatdown as fucking usual and, was, and told him, you have to pick somebody on the roster and you have to fire them. Now, yeah, so... We for all story, okay, okay. For storyline purposes, three weeks out from WrestleMania, why the fuck does she want to fire somebody? That would net makes zero sense. You picked the people for your roster in July. Yeah. You didn't want them. Don't fucking pick them. Yeah, that that made so little sense to me. This is part of the reason that I'm just getting ungodly sick of just having Stephanie McMahon on the show. Because she's, she's she's like a cancer. She's like a fucking cancer on the show. So really is McFoley. Is. McFoley sucks. I hate this McFoley. I want the old Foley back. We did get shades of the old McFoley back in this promo, which is part of why I liked it. So throughout the night, McFoley's going through... Person to person, go, she, he goes up to a steroided Jinder Mahal. How is that guy not? How is that guy passing wellness tests? I don't know. Is the great Kylie pissing in a cup and sending it to him? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. It will help you bust. It will help you bust the test. This is my unit. It will help you bust the test. Jinder, I will help you. You are my brother in law. So, you remember so that he's, story line so he's you, going throughout the show. And remember then, that storyline where you were my brother-in-law? Okay, enough. Enough of Kali voice. I liked it better when you did the Wadrick Strong voice. I'm Wadrick. No, I'm not doing that this week, but what were you about to say? Um, so Mick Foley, he comes out. Of course, Stephanie's music hits, and the fun is about to start, apparently. So she asks him, who would you pick? He says, the person I'm going to fire... Is you. I call bullshit on this because you don't have the power to do that. Uh, McFoley. Her, 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 her dad you does. You do remember that she hired you, right? And if you, it's storyline, if you could fire her, you're fired. 
Yeah. So that so th- so so that kind of was a curveball, and and actually Mick Foley was standing up for himself until the King showed up, which was Triple H, and Triple H cut a really good promo, a really good promo. He didn't bury Mick Foley ten feet under the ground like Stephanie would. Oh, but man. he was like, he's like, you're not the McFoley of the old. I crippled your ass. I retired your ass, and you're here for amusement, nothing more. So Stephanie then told him to fuck off. He was about to leave, and then he stopped, put his hand in his pants, and no, little kids, he didn't grab his little penis. He didn't grab his wing wing. He grabs his sock. By the way, this was the return of Mister Sacco. I love the long-anticipated return of Mr. Sacco. And Triple H got it. Stephanie gave him a low blow. And Triple H was about to destroy Mick Foley. Out comes Seth Rollins on with a crutch. Now, now when Seth I first Rollins, saw this... Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins is legitimately still hurt. And yet... What happened? He, he was able to run the ropes and do moves. This man is a beast. Test I don't, him. Test he him is, with fucking no, Jinder he, Mahal. He is fucking CrossFit Jesus because how the fuck did he rehab so quickly? The average rehab time, he must have been rehabbing like three times a day far into the hours of the morning. He must have been doing this at least three times a day. Didn't they show, like, a video last week of him doing that? Yeah, like, they basically said that he's doing, like, three times the amount of rehab. So I'm just like, good God, this man wants to be at WrestleMania more than anything. So so Seth Rollins is bouncing off the ropes. He, he's, he's using the injured leg as, like, an advantage, and he's hitting Triple H. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then Triple H gets the upper hand on him. And this is where I began to realize that he, Seth may not be 100%, but he's definitely ready to go. He starts taking moves to the knee. And, and, and it looked like, like Triple H was legitimately hurting him. Oh, my God. Seth was selling it like bloody murder. He was selling it like he had just gotten smacked with a semi-truck. So Triple H put on a submission hold. And our, as our DJ pointed out, since when the fuck does he do submissions? But it's the year 2017. What else can we expect? It, yeah, it's that that was a little weird. And then the raw it raw ends. It the last shot of Raw is Triple H whacking Seth Rollins in the knee with this prop crutch. Crutch, yep. And it was just like, Jesus Christ. Now that looked like bloody murder. Now they haven't announced anything yet for what they're gonna do in Mania. But what we can all assume they are gonna do Triple H and Seth Rollins. Because, good fucking lord, this match is, like, way fucking overdue. This match has been hyped up for, like, three years now. It's been building... Ever since uh, Seth Rollins turned on the shield, became the WWE champion, and said he was the greatest champion of all time, and you had Triple H in the background giving him dirty looks, like, Bits said what? And basically, Triple H was throwing everything at him, and then when he got hurt, that fucked up last year's WrestleMania match. And now, this injury almost fucked up this year's WrestleMania match. And this time it wasn't Seth. Each time wasn't really Seth's fault. Well, I, yeah, you're right, you're right. 
the, the first the freak time accidents. Was, first time first was both, a freak accident, and then the second one was almost a botch. Was basically just a botch, and even then, like Samoa Joe, it's a move he's done a million times. Man, are you alright? I fucking hope so. <laughs> I fuck. I hope so. And it's like, ooh. I had to admit, there was this vague period of time where I was just like, please let this be a work. Please let this be a work. Please let this be a Two work. Two days and was, later, Seth Rollins is hurt. Like, Fuck! <laughs> but, like, um, God damn it. But <laughs> the question is, do they put a gimmick to this match? Do they make a no DQ? Do they put, yep, Seth's, gimmick, do they, do they put Seth's career on the line? I say, you know what I, you know what I should say? Have Triple H Take him to the limit. Have it so that in storyline, Seth Rollins has to be like carted out like on a crutch or a stretcher or something. That way you can write him off of television for like and that way he, and that and that way he can heal properly. That way he can have his mania and then he can just rehab his knee further and then like make sure he's good and ready to go, that he's back and better than ever. But get just get him through mania. Put on a good match. What's important is that they finish the story at this point. Just have him beat Triple H just by the skin of his teeth, beat him convincingly, and just have him like busted open or whatever. Like again, and just have him carted out. That way you can say, and that way you can build it up for maybe you could build it up for a potential rematch. That way Triple H can come out the next night on Raw and he can be like, Seth Rollins beat me, but I'm still standing. And then maybe at like SummerSlam. No, nah, that's too far away. You know, we, yeah, you can do it. At well, 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 let's think about this now. For WrestleMania, should they do Seth and Triple H one on one, or should they make like a tag match? That way, Seth doesn't have to do a, a shitload, and whoever his partner will be can just like do what he has to do. Like some ideas have been thrown out. Maybe Triple H and Samoa Joe team up to take on. Uh, Seth and Sammy, or like Seth and Finn. Like, do you think those ideas are likely to happen? Like, any idea now going forward really depends on what level Seth is at. If he's only at like, if Seth is at like 70, 80% there, I'd say let him go out there but make it like a no disqualification match. But I'd say if he can only use like his knee in brief bursts, I'd say. Make it a handicap. Make it like no. Make it a tag team match. Team him up with Sam. No, wait. Team him up with Sami Zayn and have them go up against Triple H and Samoa Joe. Well, our, our associate of the show, Ray Ramundo, gave this idea. He says, "What about this idea? Have him attacked on the way to the ring to face Triple H and Mania. And when Triple H thinks he is done for the night, Finn's Finn Balor's theme plays." That actually, that's not the, that's not a bad idea. But I actually heard an idea that might save WrestleMania if they do it. This is like their plan B, like mm-hmm. Brock. Because you got to remember that whatever we're talking about here, that what's going to end the show in Vince McMahon's crotchety old brain is going to be the Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg. Yeah, that's going to end the show. Yeah, and what I'm thinking is. And what I'm thinking is that you, you have think, you think Triple, Goldberg. Do you think Triple H and the Seth thing should open the show? <sighs> you know what? Get like, like to give out a, to give a surprise. Get Seth out there as quickly as possible. Have him do the match and just get him out of there as quickly as you can. Just so like he can, he has enough energy to go. Like hmm. get, 
Give them pain meds. Get them out there. Have them do the match. Keep it at 15 to 20 minutes. Give them a Z-pack because we know how those shits work. We know how that shit works. And just get that and just get that shit going. So I'm just like, yeah, the sooner they can get Seth on the show and then get him to the back and getting him icing his knee again, the better. But I'm just like, this is one of the most un... We just had a man who has this title, but this is one of the most unpredictable things about WrestleMania this year. Seth Rollins is like... We want him to be there, but at what cost of his health? That's yeah, that's the thing too. We need to think of him as like, oh, like we want to see Seth wrestle, but he's hurt. I don't give a fuck. I want him to wrestle. It's like yeah, but like we want him to wrestle in the future. So yeah, yeah. Um, and you and know what? Leg injuries cause shortened careers. To be honest. Yeah, it does. And, 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 and Seth needs to change up his style too, because he's a high flyer. If he wants his knees to fucking stay where they are, he needs to stop with some of that shit and like change up his style. Look at Stone Cold Steve Austin. When he was dumped on his head and he couldn't do all his old shit, he became a brawler. What's wrong with Seth like changing up his style? I'm not saying get rid of the high flying moves altogether, but like do something different. Like you know what yeah. I mean? I agree. Uh, it, it's becoming way too dangerous at this point. It's happened twice. Too. Although the times that he's gotten hurt were not because of high flying moves, oddly enough. But what, like, well, yeah, which is weird. But I'm just saying, like, if for his legs, I'm saying for his legs, because if like yeah. if he goes for like a phoenix splash and fucking breaks his leg on the way down, it's like, oh fucking hell. Yeah, I agree. That that makes a lot of sense. But um, so that's one WrestleMania match. Let's talk about Roman Reigns. Versus The Undertaker. Get which Undertaker is... off of WrestleMania. He's ruining it now. Okay, so earlier this week, my co-host Ben posted on our Twitter and asked the question, um, is The Undertaker hurting WrestleMania or is he helping? Do you remember what the poll... The last time it I was checked, it was like 53% yes and 47% no. Something along that lines, like the 45 55 like 50 50 ratio it was pretty even it was pretty like shiftingly split at that point but why why do you think why do you think he's hurting him he's people come up with all of these great strategies for wrestlemania like we could do this with john cena we could do this with aj styles we could do this with finn balor seth rollins roman reigns all these different people but then you realize oh shit wait we have to factor the undertaker into this and one of those guys has to be taken out of an actual storyline and has to wrestle this aging year aging man who can't go anymore, at least not to the level he was able to. And it's just like every year, people will get plucked out of their storylines just to face The Undertaker, and it does very little for them. Like The last person who really benefited from having a match with Undertaker at WrestleMania was Brock Lesnar. After the Bray, Bray Wyatt certainly didn't benefit from facing The Undertaker. Shane McMahon certainly didn't benefit from facing The Undertaker. And, and right now, The Undertaker, I mean, not The Undertaker, Roman Reigns is not going to get benefited. Because one week. of two things is going to happen. You have Win, lose, or draw, this doesn't help him. No, win, lose, or draw. Like, Undertaker beats him. <laughs> so once again, you have your... Which he's not. I which is not going to happen. Which, if you think 23 and 2. 23 and 2, and Lord knows it's going to be Roman Reigns that does it. Or you have Roman Reigns beat him, which is what probably in this in this scenario is what fuck should you, happen. I, fuck you, DJ. I see what you did on the live stream. You can go fuck right off. What did he do this time? 
Oh, oh my God! We're 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 uh, we're Ray and Tito from uh, from Rocket. As the ancient Hawaiian said, Roman Reigns is the best. As it is, the ancient Hawaiian say that the coconut falls far from the tree. Cookies? No. No, 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 no. Later, later. Later. Hold it. Hold on, Arnold. But yeah, no, this is going to end one of two ways. And if Roman Reigns does win, guess what's going to fucking happen for the third goddamn year in a row? He's going to get the... Booed out of fucking where they are they this year? They're gonna get booed out of Orlando again. Ooh, you suck. Although, although the dude is from Pennsylvania. Hold on, hold on, Ben. That sound effect times ten thousand. Ten thousand percent. Jesus Christ. So yeah, boo. You suck. WWE is never going to learn from this because they're just using him to. They're just shoving him down our throats by this point. Because I'm like, I like Roman Reigns. I do like him. He has improved so goddamn much in the ring. He has improved a lot. He can have great matches. He has mic work still needs work. He's getting better. He's getting better though, and I'm just like, turn him heel for all that is fucking holy. Face. Do you do you think that this is what what's gonna happen? You think Roman's gonna like turn heel in the match and then be like, "Fuck you, you stupid marks! I'm gonna drink your tears now." Like, do you think he's gonna pull that shit? I hope it's the only could, way you dude, could say that. That's them. not happening. It's not what? happening. Vince is dead set on pushing him as the next John Cena. There's a reason why John Cena never turned heel. Because Vince trusted him so fucking much. And now that he's found the Samoan version of him, he is never, and I mean never, going to change He's never going to change his mind on this whole Roman Reigns thing. And on Raw, having Shawn Michaels come out there and say, I know what you're thinking. You're going to beat him. I couldn't. But it was nice to see Shawn Michaels. But in that moment. Not wearing wearing all of his Hunter bullshit for a change, which was. Yeah. And also when Shawn's cutting a promo, he has one eye looking at Roman and the other one's looking at a fat kid eating a hot dog. (laughs) Doesn't help. It doesn't help. Okay. Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels, you cockeyed fuck. And knowing him, he'll probably fucking block me. Fuck you. So Screw you, Shawn Michaels. You ruined Bret Hart. It was a good interaction, but now for the next, like, like, next week and the following week. By the way, they're in Brooklyn. Oh, boy. And the main event is supposed to be Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Remember how fast fast line ended. How did Fastlane end? I forget. With Roman pinning Braun clean. Oh yeah. Way and to under way to undercut all of Braun Strowman's mystique in like one night. And for the people that are thinking, oh, it's gonna be a three way, they're gonna add Braun to Roman and Tegan. No. No. That's not happening. They what should have happened is it should have been Braun and Taker this year and have Roman do something else. I don't know what else, but fucking something different. Good God, if anything, if anything, if you need to use Roman in some capacity and turn him heel, screw it. Instead of like have instead of Triple H attacking Seth Rollins, have Roman Reigns attack Seth Rollins, and there you go. And, and, jo- and join Triple H. And his fancy, uh, his fancy club of well of well dressed psychopaths. 
by the way, if the rumors are true after WrestleMania, the faction sounds pretty cool. It does. I've heard, is, rumors, I've heard rumors that they want to add Pete Dunne. So it's Evolution like 3.0 at this point, and it will be Triple H, Samoa Joe, Kevin Owens, and Pete Dunne from NXT. Which will be, if you've never seen Pete Dunne, holy shit, he's awesome. Yeah, and it fits too. Triple H did tell him at the UK tournament, make a name for yourself, and what better way to make a name for yourself? I yeah, that would make that would be a great decision. Although because like, when Pete up really fast, because when Pete Dunn's name popped up, it was like really that soon. Cause, yeah, because he because he, he just debuted in NXT and he's got to debut over Nakamura. Yeah, that's some, and by the way, like people stop delusion, stop being in this delusion that. Fucking Nakamura is gonna be at WrestleMania because he ain't. Maybe the night after or the Tuesday afterwards, but not. You know what's going. You know, you know what's going to happen on Monday Night Raw. Somebody is gonna show up and somebody's gonna do something. I swear to God, if it's Elias Sampson, I'm gonna fucking throw the remote at my TV. He did lose. This hasn't aired yet, but I think he did lose a loser. Spoiler: He he lost the loser leaves town match to Cassius Ono. Which means he's coming to the main roster. Of all fucking gimmicks. Elias Sampson? Seriously? Thank God we got Hanalulu Harry, right? Right, Ben? <laughs> you want to you, you talk about... Okay, so it was Kevin Owens... It was uh, Chris Jericho and Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens and in Ben's fucking own words, Hanalulu Harry. Because I had saw this meme... <laughs> Years like a year ago, back in like twenty two years ago in twenty fifteen, before he debuted, before he debuted at Unstoppable on NXT, and people were saying, "Oh, they're going to change his name and give him something stupid because he's going to be like he's going to be Harry Hawaii or Honolulu Harry or Coconut Charlie or Pineapple Pete or some bullshit like that." <laughs> you fucking moron. Pineapple Pete. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here is your winner and the new NXT champion, Pineapple Pete. Oh, shit. Yeah, he'll get over. Yeah, oh, yeah, that'll that'll put... <laughs> What's that you always say? That'll put dicks in butts. That'll put a dick in a butt. <laughs> that'll put butts in seats. That'll put a dick in a butt. Oh, no, 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 dick in a butt. Dick in a butt, it's a, okay. It's a dick in a butt. It's a dick in a butt. Okay. But um, <laughs> speaking of, the, let's talk about the women's division on Raw. Are they going to make it a four-way? Are they All adding right. Nia Jax to this? Do or, it already. Or or are they going to add a new babyface Dana Brooke to this match? Oh Christ! Oh yeah, like it she amazing. got she got babyface chance. Dana, Dana, Dana. In what fucking reality the crowd goes nuts for Dana Brooke? I will never. This was Detroit, Michigan. Oh yeah, right. A bunch of backwards fart whistling chuckle shits. Hey, that crowd last year around this time was really responsive to Shane McMahon. So, this crowd is. DJ, can you please get the live stream video off this live stream? (laughs) I'm, I'm begging you. I'm begging you. That is hilarious. But it's a good loop. It's a good visual to have on in the background. Anyway, let's... But yeah, we're talking about Raw. Now we just have the Dark Knight on the... Okay, now we're back to normal. 
We're talking about. Should we talk about SmackDown? Uh, okay. There were a few hiccups on this show, such as it was still better. It was still better than Raw, as SmackDown always is. But when I say hiccups, some things kind of let's say stood out to me. One, the Bray Wyatt promo. What in the loving God? Was that? I have. I oh. liked it. I okay, liked okay. it. So, so the gist of the promo was, "You burned my house down, Randy, but Sister Abigail is still with me." And then he proceeded to fucking put the ashes all over his body, and they looked up into the heavens as if she's possessing him. And, this, no, and, we're gonna, and we're gonna get a new Bray Wyatt for WrestleMania. It's I'm almost as if I'm it's almost as a if, goddamn dead body to appear in the ring. It's almost as if Bray Wyatt has been shattered, cracked, damn just, just say just say broken. It's almost as if Bray Wyatt has been broken. Now I wonder where they got that idea from. Hmm. I'm blanking on it. But whoever came up with that idea, it sounds absolutely delightful. And speaking of the broken stuff, we'll mention that later on because <laughs> we, we need to mention that. But um, back on SmackDown, Mojo Raleigh had a match. And this they, is where I leave for the night. Good night, everybody. <laughs> no, Ben, stop, stop fucking around. We were on Skype, and when his music hit and he came out, you physically had a fucking seizure. And I, I cannot buy. I cannot. I almost choked and laughed my goddamn ass off. Laugh, laughed my ass off. Yeah, that was that was. So mo- so so you fucking hate him. Um, yeah, and he's good. Yeah. You know he's gonna win the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. You know that's gonna happen, right? No, he's not. Braun Strowman is. But right. um, let's talk about the main point of the show. Let's start. AJ, right Sty- let's AJ, AJ Styles was pissed off about what happened last week, so he said he was going to deal with Shane McMahon personally. We didn't so know what this meant. We thought it was just going to, like, chew him out or maybe, like, punch him or something. So That's he's in the parking So he's in the parking lot waiting. Shane pulls up. All of a sudden, AJ starts beating the shit out of him, and he puts his head through a car window. Which, and when that was, happened, I, I audibly went, what the fuck? And then they show replays, and all of a sudden, they show a part where... You see a camera. There was a camera in the car. I was I, so on board with that segment until we saw that. I was like, unless that's one of the cars from from Ride Along, that makes like no sense. Oh, uh, wherever the car that was, sucks to be you. But um, the main event was American Alpha and the Usos, and we're all wondering why. So then at match ends, Shane McMahon comes back from the hospital and he says, and he grabs the mic and he's like, AJ, you want to you want a match of Mania and you want to you want an opponent for Mania so badly? You got one. Time to watch Chrissy knows best. So wait, is uh, <laughs> so wait, AJ Styles is facing Todd Chrisley at uh at WrestleMania. The Chrisleys are going to wrestle. No, oh, no, 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 no. What the fuck? So basically. Basically, it was like, your opponent is me. Yay! Now it's time to watch Chrisley's. It's like, fuck you, USA. You give 20 minutes to Raw, and you can't even give, like, a few minutes for SmackDown? Fuck out of here. 
Ben, mention the new TNA shit and how Rebby Sky raped them over the on Twitter. Fuck that owl. Fuck the owl. Fuck that owl. If you haven't read Rebby Sky's Twitter rant yet, go read it. It's awesome. And buy that t-shirt. It's awesome, too. They're selling the t-shirt? Oh, yeah. No, they're selling. She she had a t-shirt made that just says, fuck that owl. Oh, no. Which is so awesome, which is just one of the best things I've ever seen. So, all right. So, so before we go, Ben, plug our shit. Where can, where can people find us? Like, before we do, like, I'm, I'm not really looking forward to Shane versus AJ, but I'm sure it'll be a decent match. It's an easy win for Styles. Let's not, let's not get our panties in a bunch. We'll talk about that more in depth next week when we have more time to dedicate to the news of the wrestling world. But for now, I think it is time to bring this very strange episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Very unpredictable. Very unpredictable episode of General Admission Wrestling Podcast to a close. Once again, thank you to everybody who's listening live. I hope we got to everybody's questions. Thank you so much to everybody who left questions on the Facebook and Twitter pages. Speaking of which, you can follow the General Admission Wrestling Podcast on our Facebook page at the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Give us a like, give us a follow. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the GAWP Show. Once again, Twitter, Instagram at the GAWP Show. Check us out there. We post a whole bunch of funny jokes and memes. We have occasional polls. And we'll announce what our next interviews are going to be. Trust me, we have a big interview coming up next. We're not going to say who just yet. But we're going to have our first female guest here on the show very soon. Ooh. You all say the same thing. Don't you have anything better to say than that? Oh, we do, actually. So if you want to if you want to meet if you want to hang out with me this weekend, if you're gonna be at uh, Pro Wrestling Magic this Saturday night in yes! Jersey, uh, make sure you're and they say hi. Don't be afraid to say hi to me. I'm gonna be there and the law Ray Ray Mundo will be there as well too. So if you if you're a masochist and you wanna say hi to him, go ahead. If you see Ben near the fellow twins, you know what he's doing. Shut the f- Calm yourself, Ben. Two, three, two, all Every natural instinct in your Why you told you can eat my cookies? So, and one, don't forget well, to tell them what we get, where they can listen to the show. You can find us on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Podtastic, any device, iPhone, Android. We are available. And I usually do this every week, but MVP in the chat is a tie between Ray Ramundo and Nova. You guys, bur- you guys burnt it down in the chat this week, so thanks for being awesome. We're, we are going to be doing MVP of the chat every week, so that's yes, going to be a lot of fun now that we're implementing this live stream format in future episodes. So I think that's finally time to wrap it up here. Anything else you want to say, Mike? Nothing else. I'm enjoying my Chinese food, which is delicious. Br- bringing it around full circle. We talked about your Chinese food at the start, and we started it at the, at the end. So once again, everybody, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. And guys, I'm Avenging Ben. Oh, Milk Micah. And we are the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and follow us. And don't forget to follow. No, no follow the law. Join the madness. Put that cookie down now. Fuck you, Arnold. It's my cookies. Follow the madness. Are there fucking madness? Who told you you can eat my cookies? I'm gonna tell you for the fucking last time, get out of here. Say it again.
shit. Now take that back. Now take that back. Leave me alone. <laughs>